Hello, all, and welcome to episode number nine of The Clutch. I can't believe it, nine episodes in. Sorry, I missed uh, last week, guys. My best friend from New York was down in, so I couldn't do the show. But we are back, episode nine. Next week's about to be ten, and let's get cracking. As you see down in the description below, the Red Sox are on a five-game winning streak right now, and I can't be happier. We are two games in first place above the Tampa Bay Rays, and good news is the Rays did lose today, so we are two and a half games up on the Rays today, which is awesome. And the Red Sox are beating the Kansas City Royals amazingly, three to one. JD Just Dingers just hit a three-run shot before I started my uh, show, which is great. The Red Sox were down one nothing because of Salvador Perez hit a solo shot. He was in the second, third inning, but now JD Martinez, aka Just Dingers. Just hit a three-run shot. The Red Sox are up three to one, and I can't be happier. I really can't. This Boston Red Sox team has amazed me right now with you know the acquisitions of Marwin Gonzalez, Kike Hernandez, Hunter Renflo. Let's talk about him. Hunter Renflo has been a big addition to this Boston Red Sox lineup. I can't be more happier. You know, he's been a great acquisition. We signed him in free agency, two-year deal, and he's been hitting home runs. He's been throwing people out. He has an amazing arm. Surprisingly, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Hunter Renflo has probably one of the best arms, not in the league, but for the Red Sox right now, because I didn't know he could sling it. And wow, can he throw players out at home plate or at third or at second. Wow. He has a great arm. He really does. And here's the thing. If you think about it, you know, when I saw that we got Hunter Renfro, I was like, ah, he could be an okay signing. Like, you know, I would, I didn't know that he was going to be like, wow, like a J.D. Martinez kind of signing. But so far, he's working out great for the Red Sox. You know, he's ranking up the home runs. He's hitting dingers. He has 11 dingers right now. I think he has 41 RBIs, which is amazing for the Boston Red Sox. This team is going for win number 52, and I think they can do it. But here's the thing. Watch out when Chris Sale comes back because – Wow, Chris Sale is going to be racking up in the pitch, pitching right there. We're going to have our ace back. He'll be back probably after the all-star break, which is going to be fantabulous for the Boston Red Sox because we've missed Chris Sale. He's missed about close to three months, and it's been weird not seeing him on the pitching rotation right now or pitching at all. He's going to throw a couple you know, sessions here and there, and then he's going to actually face some live batters in rehab, which is going to be great for Chris Sale and the Boston Red Sox. Once Chris Sale comes back into the pitching rotation, and I know he said he'll, you know, he'll be okay with the bullpen, but no, I, I think he's going to be back in the rotation. You know, he said he'll be fine with, you know, being in the bullpen, but no, Alex Cora is too smart enough not to say, hey, you're back in the rotation. And if I'm Alex Cora right now, I'm saying the heck Richards down to the Wu Sox, because wow, Richardson is not the pitcher that I expected the Red Sox to have right now. He's not looking like the Richards when he used to be on San Diego or when he used to be on Angels or whatnot. Because here's the thing, we need a pitching. We need pitching rotation. And when I saw that we signed him, I said, wow, we actually got an okay pitcher in Richards. But no, he is not becoming the Richards that everyone has been wanting to see. He's been giving up home runs left and right. The game against the Kansas City Royals, what was it? Monday night giving up like 
three home runs. That's, that's not good. Maybe he was using some pit, pitching substance, but we don't know. We don't know. But I don't know. The Red Sox right now with Richards, they just need to sit him down. The Woo Sox once, you know, Chris Sale comes back up and is in the starting rotation because he needs to get the heck out of there. I'm sick and tired of seeing Richards this, Richards that. He's not the pitcher that the Red Sox have been hoping for. He's not, folks. Sox Nation, he's just not the pitcher that we've been all wanting. Send him down to the Woo Sox. Have Chris Sale in the starting rotation. We'll have him, Erod, Avaldi, Pavetta, and everyone else, which is great. Erod and the pitching rotation will be back. Now, here's the thing. During the trade deadline, who should we be looking for the Red Sox? I mean, we're fine right now. We're we're chillaxing. We're hanging in first place by possibly three games if we do win this game against the Kansas City Royals. But it'll be very interesting to see what Heim Bloom does for the Red Sox during the trade deadline. If I'm, you know, the Red Sox, am I going to go after starting pitching? Do we need bullpen? I'm surprised to say this as a Red Sox fan right now, but right now the Red Sox don't really need some bullpen help. Surprisingly, Sal Moore has been great. Whitlock, oh, my God, was he a steal, an absolute steal from the Yankees. Him and Ottavino, I couldn't believe that we got two of the greatest pitchers from the Yankees for a steal for nothing. Basically didn't have to give up much. They sent them like a bag of money and whatnot. Sack of peanuts. Basically like the Babe Ruth trade. We sent them nothing. Nothing, which is great. When we steal someone from our arch rival, the New York Yankees, who are sitting in fourth place. Great job, Yankees, by the way. But that's another thing to talk about the New York Yankees. They are not looking great right now, which is good. I love it. As a Red Sox fan, you know, I was expecting the Red Sox to be in fourth place. Not, not fourth, third place right now, but... The Red Sox, they're striving. They're, they're in first place. I can't believe I'm saying this. The Boston Red Sox are in first place. They're chilling. They're hanging. Could be up three games right after this game. And I can't say anything but nice things about the Red Sox right now. Right now, I'm basically close to July 1st, even though we're at June 30th right now. The Boston Red Sox are standing in third, first place right now. And basically up, basically three games up on the Rays. Well, two and a half because the Rays lost today, which is great. But right now for the Red Sox, do we need an extra bat? I I, I would say so. You know, but Christian Arroyo, he's been playing well for the Red Sox. He was kind of iffy for me when I saw that, you know, we got him. But he, he hit that go-ahead grand slam. He's hit like three on home runs. He's been, he's been ranking well for the Red Sox. Marlon Gonzalez, he's been a great pickup for the Sox, too. He's been ranking. He's been hitting. He's been his fielding has been amazing. We got him from I think his, the last team he played for was the Minnesota Twins, I think so. And you know, I heard that the Red Sox were very interested in him, and I said, go for it. Why not go for a defenseman? You know, yes, he has one home run, but that's fine. As long as he's playing defense well, he's getting doubles, singles, triples. I don't care what. As long as he can play defense and he can hit some balls out of the ballpark and get some RBIs right on that stat sheet, that's all that matters for Red Sox right now. Because we need batters, which we have. Frenchy Cordero, he's really not working out for the Red Sox right now. That's why I'm glad he's down in the Woof Sox. And he's, I think he's been hitting four, maybe five home runs, surprisingly. 
you know, for the Red Sox, he's only hit one home run and had a couple RBIs here and there. But for the Red Sox, I'm surprised they haven't called this prospect up. And um, I went to a Woo Sox game with my uh, co-partner, uh, Nick LeBlanc, night, a couple of days ago. We went to see the Woo Sox, and Justin Durant has been playing amazingly for the, for the I want to say, Paw Sox. It's going to be weird for me to say Woo Sox, even though I've been saying it a couple of times in this episode. But um, Durant has been playing amazing for the Woo Sox. I think he's been ranking, what, 20 home runs or more, and you know, a lot of RBIs. If they don't call him up soon, if I'm out score, I'm, I'm looking saying, hey, if we need an extra bat, call Durant because he's been hitting home runs, walk-off shots, making some amazing catches here and there and whatnot. So if I'm the Red Sox, I'm definitely calling this kid up and make him have an MLB experience because I think he can rank well for the Red Sox. I mean, right now our outfield is fine with Hernandez, uh, Verdugo, and Renfro. But, you know, if one of them gets hurt, Verdugo or, you know, Renfro's for say, I say call Duran. He's going to be a big-time moneymaker for the Red Sox. He can basically become the Mookie Betts that we've been all waiting for and wanting for. Because I know, you know, we've been all missing Mookie Betts. He's striving well for the Dodgers. Him and Pools have been doing great stuff for the team. But, you know, let's talk about the the uh, Yankees, you know. Being in fourth place, not looking great. Carlos Hitton has been pulling the bricks out for, for the Yankees. He's been hitting okay. I think he's had... 10, 11 home runs, but Aaron Hicks, he's been hurt. I I think he's he's going to be gone after this season because I know he's been on the team for about – this is going to be his fifth year on the Yankees, and I just don't see him striving well. because the, the past couple of seasons, he's been getting injured, and he's not working out well for the New York Yankees. So expect him to be released or traded come next offseason because I don't think that the Yankees really need Aaron Hicks. I think they could do way much better. I swear, I, I, I've been seeing this happening. But, you know, Mike Trout, if he ever gets, you know, traded to the Yankees, I can see that happening. But Mike Trout, he's he's a very good player for the, for the Angels. But I see things happening for the New York Yankees in the trade deadline. I think they could be sellers. I think they really could be. You know, a player to look for during this trade deadline for the New York Yankees, they need a shortstop. Glaber Torres has not been working out for the New York Yankees right now. And I can definitely see Trevor Story being in the New York Yankees lineup come July or August, whenever the trade deadline is up and done. I can see that happening. Because this thing, they lost Arenado in the offseason. He was traded to the Cardinals. And he's been striving well for the birds, which is great. But it seems like the Colorado team is departing a lot, which is kind of sad for Rocky since they were such a good young team with, you know, black men when they used to have Arenado, Trevor Story, um, Troy Tolowitzki, you know, Matt Holiday, you know, those people, Brett Hawk. But it seems like the Colorado Rockies are going to be a team that could be – they could be smaller too. You know, if they trade away – Trevor Story to the Yankees. You know, if I were the Yankees, I would probably give him Glaber Torres because, you know, he's going to be replaced by Trevor Story. You know, I don't know about Ruben Edward I don't think he's been working out greatly for the New York Yankees. It was a great pickup. Don't get me wrong. It was a good pickup for the New York Yankees, but I just don't think he's been striving well 
like he used to do for the uh, Rangers when he used to play there. But I really don't think that the Yankees I, – I, you know, I really hate to say this as a Red Sox fan, but I don't know. I feel like the Yankees could also pick up Max Scherzer because it seems like, you know, Washington Nationals, they haven't – they well, other than beating the Rays, they haven't been performing to their exact type, even though the – they have good pitchers on there. You know, they sell Strasburg, you know, John Lester. He's a good pitcher there. But it seems like Max Scherzer might be the odd man out in that rotation. And in all seriousness, I wouldn't be surprised if he was dealt it away in the trade deadline. I could see him going to maybe Red Sox, uh, maybe Yankees. But those are my top two teams I could see him possibly going. Maybe, maybe get traded to the Giants, maybe – Diamondbacks, possibly, but I don't know. It's, it's going to be a very interesting trade deadline for both the Red Sox, but mostly for the Yankees because, you know, the Yankees are in big trouble right now. They're sitting fourth place. Good thing they're not sitting in last place with the Baltimore Orioles because the Orioles are the joke of the ALEs. That team is not going to go anywhere anytime soon. But they have great hitters. The Orioles, too, with Michael Franco, with Freddie Galvis, with, you know, Trey Mancini, Chris Davis, he's still on the DL or he's not on the team right now, which is kind of sad. But, you know, I realize that Trey Mancini went to an actual competitor team because it really sucks being on a team that is not going to go anywhere, is not going to have any, you know, playoff experience. Because if I'm Trey Mancini, I'm basically thinking about going elsewhere. Because I'm sorry, what team wants to play for the Baltimore Orioles? You never see people say, hey, I want to play for the Orioles. Let's do that. Even though the greatest has played there, Sammy Sosa, Vladimir Guerrero, Rafael Palmero, uh, Miguel Tejada, Melvin Mora. Many people have been played there, but, you know, Devin Young used to play there. But, uh, Nelson Cruz, I have his uh, T-shirt, but I really don't think that the Orioles are really a team to really look into. So that's why if I'm Trey Mancini, I'm just thinking to myself, hey, I think I want to play elsewhere. But, you know, going on to the Red Sox, they're on a hot streak, five-game winning streak, which is amazing. Keep keep it up. If, if they keep it up and they win tomorrow afternoon's game, they'll have a uh, seven-game winning streak, which will be great. And they play – I think they play the A's next or whatnot. But it's going to be awesome. You know, keep it up. Keep hitting dingers. Verdugo, keep doing what you're doing. Hunter Renfro, just keep on stroking it. Keep on hitting dingers. Keep on doing that, throwing people out, amazing people. Chris Sale, we need you back. Hopefully by next uh, podcast, we know when he will come back. Exactly, so I know. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about the Phoenix Suns. And is it game time in Boston? This is The Clutch, and I'm Devin Telegani. Prevacus says their new concussion medication Prevasol 
helps repair nerves and promote cell growth. There, we can get the drug in the brain in less than five minutes. Uh, and our plan is when we get that diagnosis on the field of play, give the drug nasally, get it in the brain quickly. When it gets in the brain, it actually gets into the nucleus of your brain cells and it reduces swelling, inflammation, and oxidative stress at the same time. When Jake and I first talked about this many years ago, my, one of my first questions was, will this help me? And he goes, no, this is for treatment immediately when a concussion or you think a concussion has occurred. Yeah. Uh, the acute problems that, that exist later on in life, uh, if we can take care of these at an early age and start getting some of these uh, things to our, our, our children and, and grandchildren, you know, and we, I think we can make this, this game, our game, football, a safer place. And so the whole goal is we're trying to make life, we're trying to make the game safer. And so Odyssey and this drug, we believe can be a game changer. A game changer in so many different ways. Yes, on the football field, in the game of football, because that's where my passion lies, but also in the game of life. Welcome back to The Clutch. My name is Devin Talagani. So right now, let's talk about the Phoenix Suns right now. They are doing amazing. They are one win. The Phoenix Suns are one win away from heading into the NBA Finals. They can do that tonight against the LA Clippers. I think it's going to be Suns in six. Hopefully that, you know, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Jay Crowder, DeAndre Aiden played really well. Payne plays well. All the bench players on the Phoenix Suns play well. I really think this team has hype. I think they have a lot of potential as the number two seed against the LA Clippers, number four seed. I think they can do it. I think the Phoenix Suns tonight or possibly Friday night, they can definitely defeat the LA Clippers. Kawhi or not. And here's the thing. If the LA Clippers had Kawhi Leonard, I think this series would, would definitely go seven games. But I have a conspiracy theory about Kawhi Leonard that I'll mention after this. But I think if if Kawhi Leonard was you know, not injured and playing with the Clippers, I think this could easily go seven. But now this is basically, you know, Paul George's team in the LA Clippers. I don't think that the Clippers have much to show in this series. I think the series is over tonight. I think the Suns definitely win and head into their first NBA Finals in over a decade, which is great. Devin Booker is basically proven to be the young Kobe Bryant that we've all been waiting for and hearing for. This, here's the thing. It's DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker's first time being in the NBA playoffs. Ever. Ever. I think this is Devin Booker's, like, what, sixth, seventh year in the season, in the NBA season, ever since he was drafted by the Phoenix Suns. And here's the thing. The Phoenix Suns really deserve an NBA title. They really do. Chris Paul has been showing why he, he's the great point guard that he's been waiting for ever since he's been playing for Houston, for New Orleans, you know, what for, for whatnot, for the Thunder. Chris Paul is a very likable and enjoyable person. And he doesn't have a ring. He doesn't. He was close to a couple, couple times, but he's never made the finals. But Chris Paul deserves a ring, and I think he's going to get get one this year. After game six tonight, I, mean, I don't know, the final score could be 100 to 90, possibly. 
I'm going to say Devin Booker goes off. He scores 60 points. He does a Jason Tatum. He scores 60 points. And I think the Phoenix Suns go off and win the NBA championship. Now against who? That's a good question. I'm going to save that for my last segment because that's when I'm, I'm going to talk about the Bucks and the Hawks. And I want to see who, who actually can win that one. But the Phoenix Suns are a very young team with Aiton, with Booker. And it's great having Chris Paul as their point guard for the Phoenix Suns. Because I think he can strive well in the Phoenix Suns uniform. I think they re-sign him. If the Phoenix Suns win the NBA Finals this year, they have to re-sign Chris Paul. Because Chris Paul has been their, the answer to their point guard that you know the Phoenix Suns have been looking for. The Phoenix Suns have had many point guards. They've had Rick Rubio and whatnot. I forget who, who are the point guards that they used to have when Devin Booker. Booker well, he's still on the team, but... You know, I remember Ricky Rubio was basically one of them that Devin Booker has always been playing with. But first year, Chris Paul plays with the Phoenix Suns. And basically, they're going to the NBA Finals. I mean, I'm not psychic. I don't know about this. But I say this is the Phoenix Suns year. Because the Phoenix Suns have been a terrible team. Even basically, I know I've said this many times. They have been the Cleveland Browns of the football. And basically the Baltimore Orioles of baseball, which is kind of true. So I can definitely see Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Hayden after tonight going to the NBA Finals. Now, who would they want to face? That's a trick question. I would say they probably have an easier. I mean, bo- both teams, Hawks and Bucks, very tough teams with Giannis, with Chris Middleton. And thank God Giannis didn't have an ACL tear last night. It was just a minor injury. So we don't know how long he could be out for. That series is tied up at two, two games apiece. But that'll be a very interesting series to watch because usually the winner of game five in an NBA series goes on to win the series. So we shall see. Will it be the Milwaukee Bucks? Or could it be the Atlanta Hawks? Who knows? I'm going to say that for next segment. But the Phoenix Suns, I can't say much but positive thoughts about them. You know, having Jay Crowder being uh, signed there in, in the offseason, great idea. Jay Crowder has never been to an NBA Finals, and he can shoot. He has the ment- mentality. He has the physicality to play on the team. And I think he, he goes to the NBA Finals. You know, he's a great defender. He can shoot the three. He can rebound. He can pass. He can do whatever you want to do. As long as Chris Paul is on that team and he's starting, definitely NBA Finals tonight. I really hope that tonight, tonight, the Phoenix Suns will advance to the NBA Finals. I think they can do it. I think this is a great number two seed. They've beaten the Lakers. They swept the Denver Nuggets. And tonight they could possibly win in six games against the LA Clippers. Which, in my respect, is a total better team than the Phoenix Suns. Because here's the thing. You have Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, DeMarcus Cousins, Serge Ibaka, Rondo, Terrence Mann. You have all better players on there than the Phoenix Suns. And the Phoenix Suns, they're proving everyone wrong, which is great. And as people say, beat L.A., 
I think they can do it. This would be the first time the Phoenix Suns ever beaten two. That's right. Two LA teams. LA Lakers and the LA Clippers. Both talented teams. We we all thought the Lakers could possibly advance being seventh seventh team, seventh seed. But we'll, but did they? No. Because here's the thing. When Andre Drummond signed with the Lakers, I said, oh, okay. The Lakers could possibly make it to the finals. But no, they didn't. LeBron James was injured. Anthony Davis played a huge role in that being injured, which is kind of sad if you're an L.A. Lakers fan, having your basically top two players have an L in injuries. LeBron James and Anthony Davis are basically tearing up the team and are basically your top two leaders right there. Because we all know Kyle Kuzma is going to be on. He's going to be traded. Where? I say the Mavericks or maybe the Milwaukee Bucks Trailblazers, their new coach of uh, Chauncey Billups. And we all know probably Dennis Schroeder's gone because he's not a certified point guard for the L.A. Lakers. I think we all know that possibly Montrezl Harrell that they signed from the L.A. Clippers could possibly be gone too because it seems like he's not working out for the L.A. Lakers. I mean, it's going to be an interesting offseason. I mean, now that we talk about the Sun, possibly them tonight or Friday night, advancing on to the NBA Finals to play off against who knows what. But let's talk about this. Is it really Dame Tom in Boston? I'm going to tell you a funny story that I've heard on this fancy app called TikTok. So... I follow this guy, Danny, who's a huge Celtics fan. So, and this is what he said what happened. So, this is true that Chauncey Phillips, he signed a five year deal with the Portland Trailblazers. But you know who was in, uh, in the meetings about a new head coach? The person I put down there. Damian Lillard was not in any of the meetings for the new coaches, just like how Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were involved in the head coaches for the meetings. See who they wanted as a coach? Nope. Portland Trailblazers never did that. So I think there's a rumor going around saying that, you know, Damian Lillard, he wants out of Portland. Not going to blame him. Has he won anything in Portland? No. Is he a great player? Definitely, for sure. He is an amazing player for the Portland Trailblazers. I put him in the top five point guards right now. I put Steph Curry, Dame Don. Uh, Simmons, and two, and two other players. I, I can't think off the top of my head, but he's definitely a top five point guy for sure. Buddy Heald you can put down there um, and whatnot. Simmons, if I said third. But it's going to be a very interesting NBA offseason. It really is. Now, Damian Lillard, I think he would be a great fit for the Boston Celtics. Because A, we're looking for a point guard. I think he would fit the system great. Him, Al Horford, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. I think if we were to acquire him in a trade, we would have to send in Marcus Smart, maybe Tristan Thompson, and Fournier. But we'll see what Brad Stevens does because right now as a GM, he's, he's been doing a lot better than I've expected for a coach, which is great. I really think that he's been striving for the Boston Celtics. I think he's going to be a, a great GM. He's going to look into his books and say, hey, we need to trade this person to get this person, which is great. So I think that, you know, Dane Dime, he could be in a Boston Celtics uniform. 
or he could be in another uniform. But especially, I would really direly love to see Damian Lillard in a Boston Celtics uniform. I really would. He's a great shooter. He can pass. I think he would get along greatly with his teammates here in Boston. I think we could put some pieces right behind him. We signed, you know, Danny Green, Kyle Korver, some shooters off the bench. You know, we have a great center in Al Horford and Moses Brown coming off the bench. I just think he could fit. And and also, uh, Dame Dame Don has been talking to his one of his mobile homeboys, Jason Tatum. So it seems like Jason Tatum is kind of recruiting some players here and there. And plus, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum are on the USA basketball team. And remember, last time that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, Marcus Hunt were on a USA basketball team. Remember who was on that team? Kemba Walker. And they recruited Kemba Walker to Boston, even though he didn't work out here. But still, if they can recruit Dame Dimes and we make it to the NBA Finals next season, put in the books. Put that in the win column right there for the Boston Celtics. I could see Damian Lillard in a Boston Celtics uniform come this season. Because I think right now it seems like the Celtics, they're trying to make some roster spot moves. And will Marcus Smart be on the team by next year? I don't think so. Tristan Thompson, it seems like his way might be coming coming here and there. He might be traded. But we'll see what happens. But we are going to hit a break right now. When we come back, Ben Simmons is on the move for the Philadelphia 76ers. My final thoughts on the Bucks versus Hawks series. This is The Clutch. I'm Devin Telgani. Concussion medication Prevasol helps repair nerves and promote cell growth. There, we can get the drug in the brain in less than five minutes. Uh, and our plan is when we get that diagnosis on the field of play, give the drug nasally, get it in the brain quickly. When it gets in the brain, it actually gets into the nucleus of your brain cells and it reduces swelling, inflammation, and oxidative stress at the same time. When Jake and I first talked about this many years ago. My one of my first questions was, "Will this help me?" And he goes, "No, this is for treatment immediately when a concussion or you think a concussion has occurred." Yeah. Uh, the acute problems that that exist later on in life, uh, if we can take care of these at an early age and start getting some of these uh, things to our, our our children and and grandchildren, you know, and we, I think we can make this this game our game football a safer place and so the whole goal is we're trying to make life we're trying to make the game safer and so odyssey and this drug we believe can be a game changer a game changer in so many different ways yes on the football field in the game of football because that's where my passion lies but also in the game of life welcome all and welcome back to the clutch my name is Kevin Talgani. Now let's talk about some interesting off-season moves that could possibly happen. But the biggest one in Philadelphia's 76ers history right now, Ben Simmons, could he be on the move 
I think so. After that terrible game seven performance in Philadelphia, that is blasphemous way for Ben Simmons to play. You gotta be kidding me the way he was playing in game seven. That was very embarrassing. I could like, thank God I'm not a 76ers fan. Because Ben Simmons did not show that he wanted to be there for the 76ers. And could he be on the move? Yes. Trade him. He's not going to be on the 76ers come next season. Where could he be? Maybe the Golden State Warriors? Timberwolves? Possibly? Anywhere is a possibility for Ben Simmons to go. I think he doesn't show up. You know, that game seven was absolutely atrocious for the 76ers. The 76ers were probably the worst number one seed I've ever seen play basketball at all. Because everyone had hype. Everyone was like, oh, the 76ers, they could be a big team. They could actually win some games here and there. They could possibly make it to the finals. Everyone thought it was going to be 76ers versus the Brooklyn Nets in the Eastern Conference Finals. But nope. And boy, did the Hawks and Bucks show up. Wow, the Hawks beating the 76ers in seven games, great. And same with the Bucks and Nets. Giannis showed that he can actually prove to be a possibly maybe NBA Finals champion. But we'll see. We'll see what happens in that Bucks versus Hawks game. But definitely Ben Simmons will be on the move. It seems like, you know, the Philadelphia 76ers want to move on from him. And I think that's great. You know, they'll probably be looking for a point guard in return. Maybe they want Russell Westbrook. Maybe they want Kyle Lowry. Maybe they want Dame Don. They basically want anyone that can shoot a ball and that won't be afraid to shoot, unlike Ben Simmons. And someone that can hit a free throw. You are a certified point guard. You need to make your shots, man. Hit them. You ain't Shaq. You can't be missing them. You need to be hitting free throws if you're a shoot guard shooting guard if you're a point guard you really need to show up in the paint yes i know he can't shoot threes yes he's not the perfect free throw shooter steph curry can be better point guard than ben simmons ever has been i think that ben simmons you know he's not gonna be there this is his last chance in philadelphia bye bye see you later see you later sucker he's gonna be gone He's going to be gone, not under 76ers anymore. Uh-uh. Doc Rivers would not want to see his butt play for his team again. And I had a lot of praise for Doc Rivers this season. I thought he could be an actual good coach and he could win, you know, his second NBA final championship. But no, it's not happening for the 76ers, you know. Could it happen next season? Possibly. Will they keep the team the same? I don't think so. I think a lot of people are going to go. Danny Green's going to find a new suitor. He wasn't fitting their system well. I think Danny Green goes to Boston or he can possibly go to the Warriors, maybe the Kings, or like a contender like the Heat. There's going to be a lot of offseason questions to be answered. Damian Lillard being on a new team, Kemba Walker, will he actually stay on the Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Thunder? I don't think so. I think he gets chopped elsewhere because, you know, the Thunder, they're looking to be a young team, and Kemba Walker is not their answer. Maybe he goes to, I don't know, the Raptors or maybe – the Warriors. No, not the Warriors. Maybe the Kings, because the Kings are looking to be young, and they're looking to trade on from Marvin Bagley and Buddy Heald. Seems like they'll get traded during the offseason, so 
is going to be one of the, the most exciting NBA offseasons that I've ever seen come down to the wire. So it'll be interesting. Ben Simmons is going to go elsewhere. Damian Lillard. I'm excited. It's just like the, this NFL offseason for the Patriots. It's like, who's going to be dropping that money, you know, making it rain out there? It's going to be awesome. Now, I can't wait to see who goes where, who gets acquired what. Maybe Bradley Beal comes to the you know, Celtics. It'll be awesome. But let's talk about another interesting uh, series, the Easter Conference Finals. Bucks versus the Hawks if you want to win. So if you guys didn't watch the game last night, Giannis went down with a crucial injury. It looks like he hurt his, um, he hurt his, um, he hurt his leg right then and there. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, hopefully he will not be out for game five. Hopefully he stays up and he's ready because that game will be in Milwaukee tomorrow night. It'll be great to see him actually come back and actually play for the Milwaukee Bucks because he has a lot of heart. Giannis Adetokounmpo has a lot of heart. And I think the Milwaukee Bucks can definitely surpass the Atlanta Hawks. I could definitely see that happening. I definitely see Giannis going into the NBA Finals for his first time. Because Giannis deserves it. Him and Chris Middleton, you know, Holiday, Brooke Lopez, they deserve it. Pat Covington, they're a very good young team. And, you know, seeing them lose to the Hawks last night was kind of depressing and kind of embarrassing to see. Because, you know, Chris Middleton, he needs to take, you know, a strong role. He needs to show good willpower in the Milwaukee Bucks right now. He needs to say, hey, this is my team when Giannis goes down. Because he's an excellent three-point shooter. He showed up in the Brooklyn Nets series, which was great and fantastic. No Kyrie Irving, no problem. It was an easy win for the Milwaukee. Well, not easy win. It was definitely difficult. And it was sad to see that in that overtime game, game they only scored basically six points combined. But, you know, Milwaukee won the game anyway, so that's all that basically mattered. So here's the thing. Who do I want to win this? and advance Milwaukee. Because here's the thing, Giannis definitely deserves to go to the NBA Finals. He has a lot of heart. He really has a lot of determination to show that this is going to be his team for now on. Because here's the thing, he signed that big contract with the Milwaukee Bucks, and I think one of these years he he has to show that I want to win an NBA Finals for the Milwaukee Bucks. And this is where he shows up. This is where he says, hey, this is my squad. I'm going to do this for my city. I'm going to make us go to the NBA Finals. It could be this year or it could be next year when Milwaukee improves or whether they don't. Because I really think that Giannis really deserves to be in the NBA Finals. I really think that, you know, he deserves it. And I really think that, you know, he definitely is up there. For the Milwaukee Bucks, he shows a lot of heart. He shows a lot of determination to show that, hey, this is my team. I'm going to do it. And I think Chris Middleton does too because I'm, I'm not singling him out because, wow, that guy can shoot. You know, I'm kind of upset that he signed with the Milwaukee Bucks because, oh, what I would have loved to see Chris Middleton play for the Boston Celtics and shoot lights out just like he has been for the Milwaukee Bucks. Man. I think he had, what, three years left on his contract that he just signed last year. But, oh, him shooting the ball is just perfecto. Yes, the Hawks have a great three-point shooter in Hunter 
and Trey Young. We all know how long he's going to be out for. And Gallinari, you know, Quinn Capella, he can rebound, he can do stuff like that. But it's going to be really interesting to see how this goes down to the wire. Because whoever wins game five tomorrow, usually usually it says they win the series. So if Milwaukee wins tomorrow, then they win. They win the series, basically. Or it could go game seven, come Monday night. It could be a possibility. But we will know by next podcast when the Suns will play and who is going to be in the NBA Finals. So I'm going to say the Suns win tonight. They win miraculously. They win, uh, I said, uh, I'm going to go 102. It's going to be close. 102 to 95 will be the final score of the Phoenix Suns game. The Suns make it into the NBA Finals for the first time in over 12 years or 11 years or a decade, whatever it was. And I say the Milwaukee Bucks make it. I think they win. I think they win in six. The Milwaukee Bucks will be playing the Phoenix Suns, and that's going to go seven games. I'll talk about that more in my next podcast. I really think that the Milwaukee Bucks are the better team than the Hawks. Or, you know, it could be vice versa. The Hawks are a better team than the Milwaukee Bucks. But I think that Giannis Adedekubo and Chris Middleton, I really hope Giannis plays in game five. Because if he doesn't, I think the Hawks take the series and they go into the finals. I really see that happening, but I don't want to see it happen for the Milwaukee Bucks. I really hope that the Bucks win and it's Bucks for Suns in the NBA Finals. That's what I want to see happen come next week. I think it could go seven games or it could go six, but we shall find out in my next podcast. I appreciate all you guys for watching. I'm Devin Telgani. This is The Clutch. We will see you guys next time. And I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. I'm Devin Telgani, and this is The Clutch.